Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 76 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Stephen. Hello. How are you today, sir? I am doing good. So <laughs> so glad that my week is over. We were talking in the pre-roll, so I know all about yeah, the trials and a, tribulations of your week. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an eventful week, and now I just have, uh, well, I got some furniture built for my kids' rooms. Nice. And some walls painted so a lot of manual labor this week <laughs> uh, unpaid <laughs> manual <laughs> well are you ready to drink a beer to celebrate i am yeah i've been drinking beers all week <laughs> <laughs> well this it's your friday right so you can drink a beer to the end of uh, yeah. the work week at least exactly i'm always so jealous because it's my not my friday i gotta work tomorrow but it's now do you work five days a week i can't remember yeah, I used to do like an alternative work schedule for years yeah. and years and years, but um, yeah, I remember you had Mondays off forever, right? Yeah, so you did nice. Four tens. Four tens. That's what I do. I have four tens, but I do, but I have Fridays off, and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Especially it's a great like, schedule. yeah, well, like last week it was Labor Day, so then I got four days off. There you go. So the Monday holidays make it make four day weekends. Yeah, make four day weekends for you, which is that's a long time. Yeah, four days. You go if you're off work for four days, it's kind of weird. It's hard. Although, to like I said, my <laughs> my my last last weekend was so crazy and eventful that I was sort of like on Tuesday felt like I should go back to work. <laughs> you're like I'm ready to go back. I don't want to work this hard. I should be getting paid at least. <laughs> So, but yes, very glad to have it be my Friday tonight. Drink a good beer. Well, speaking of drinking beer, that is our first segment, the drinking beer segment. We both introduce our beers, give nose notes, and then toast and give tasting notes. So, today... You bring something good? I do have something good. It should come to no surprise to longtime listeners of the podcast that I'm drinking a stout. <laughs> Dang, you just got a fridge full of stouts right Dude, now. Dude, that's I told you I did that incredibly expensive Tavor order and just filled yeah. my entire fridge with stouts and then uh I cancel I deleted the app. So I'll, when the beer fridge is empty, then I'll put the app back on and refill. Yeah. I was gonna say we're getting into stout season, although it doesn't probably doesn't feel like stout season. <laughs> no, it's incredibly hot in NorCal right now. But you know what? <laughs> I'll drink a stout any day. Yeah, for Jason, it's stout season. It's always stout season. (laughs) All right, I have a beer called, well, it's from River Sticks Brewing, and it's called Eros, which is, I think it's all based on, um, oh, I'm going to, I should have researched this. I can't remember with mythology. Is it Greek? But um, River Sticks. Yeah, but Mm. this is the god of, this is the god of blind love and romance. So this is an imperial stout with lactose, and then basically it's supposed to taste like Oreos. So it's conditioned on... They didn't say Oreos, because I think they would have gotten in trouble. But it's conditioned chocolate on cookies. chocolate and cream cookies, and there's <laughs> pictures of Oreos all over the thing. <laughs> so it's an American imperial stout. It's 11% ABV. I don't know, I'm always surprised when 
stouts pour like oil, but <laughs> so it poured jet black. It had a super quick dissipating head. It was there and it was gone, and now it just looks like flat Coca Cola maybe. It has a boozy note kind of up front, but there's definitely chocolate, almost like a burnt wood aroma, vanilla, and then almost there's a little bit of like a caramelized note in there. Hmm, interesting. It does not smell like it's going to taste like Oreos, but we shall see. What are you drinking today, Stephen? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they, you know, Walmart Walmart has like the twist and shouts, <laughs> like knockoff Oreos. <laughs> Maybe they use those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> That'd be a good cost-cutting measure. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so I am drinking at Anchorage Brewing Company, The Cabin IPA. It is an IPA fermented with thiol-boosting cosmic punch yeast, then double dry hopped with Nelson Sauvin, Citra, and Motueka hops. And it has some lactose in it, just as contains lactose. So. Oh, cool. We both have lactose beers today. Yeah, should have taken my lactate pill. <laughs> Are you lactose intolerant? No. Oh, I was going to say, how did I not know? Sounded that, like but... a good old man thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using my special Spiegel Owl IPA glass tonight. Ah, I love it. It looks so cool. I got to get some of those. I drank my Trillium IPA out of it the other day, and it was pretty fantastic actually nice posted that to the gram is it a picture mm-hmm. you do i know reels now, i know i know you're you're fancy with your <laughs> watch page doing reels those aren't even fancy i'll show you fancy ones people put like an hour of editing into like a 15 second reel i know that's why i can't do it i can't keep up with these i already have to edit the podcast yeah these really do smell amazing like I don't know if it's biased because I know, but like they smell just right out of this. As soon as you pour them, like the smells are just so intense. There's so much pineapple and orange, a little bit of strawberry maybe too. Okay. Sounds like it smells good. Touch of like dank pine, but in a way that complements the tropical aromas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It smells good. Okay. I'm excited. All right. Cheers, sir. Cheers. It's the end of your week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one, they did it, Steven. This tastes like uh, Oreo. (laughs) I almost wasn't sure if I liked it. Now I decided it's like a work of genius. Nice. So it's like creamy, a creamy malt sweetness on entrance. Like it was probably due to the lactose, the added lactose. You kind of notice that right away. Then it's like chocolate, sweet cream. And then I think what I was smelling on the nose, I don't know how they did this, but it has like a bitter roasted taste. It's like bordering on smoke, but it's like somewhere between black coffee and baker's chocolate. And what I'm realizing is like, you know, when you eat an Oreo, the actual like Oreo part, the chocolate part, not the cream, is a little bitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's not super sweet. It's not sweet. It's almost like it's got that punch, that counter punch to the cream. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this beer tastes like. So it's really cool. And then there's basically the finish. is just like a long finish of that kind of smoky coffee baker's chocolate. That kind of reminds you of the Oreo cookie part. And then there's not really any booze, despite being 11%. And then it's just kind of creamy and a touch oily. The only thing I would mark against it is it's on the sweeter side for sure. But I mean, I kind of knew when I got a beer that's based on Oreos, basically, that it's going to be sweet. <laughs> so I can't really complain. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I'd give it a thumbs up. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, my beer's interesting. It is, I was going to actually mention too, the can art on this thing is freaking cool. It's a... Uh, it's by an artist named Wolf Skull Jack, or it goes by Wolf Skull Jack. I think he does a lot of can art for Anchorage. Anyway, check it out. It's really cool. Uh, I realized this is only 4%. Really? Yeah. So it's really a session. low ABV. So it's like very medium bodied, pretty dry throughout for having lactose added. Like didn't really bring a lot of sweetness or real like body thickening either. Like it's pretty light to medium body, but... Now that I understand that a little better with the 4%. It's got like a mild peach flavor, some berry notes, and then a little bit of dank and earthy bitterness towards the end. But it's very like kind of feels weak and watered down. Do you think that's where, of the low ABV or? Yeah, I just think that like where they won with the like the thiol boosting yeast and like the aromas were really, really played out. The aromas were really strong and, and smelled good. The beer just couldn't live up to the aromas <laughs> oh it's kind of a bummer yeah i mean it's good it's actually now that i realize it's a session yeah I think it's, it's definitely good it just i don't know like i said it just feels a little bit a little bit watered down well like if that, that wasn't really what you were expecting it's kind of a yeah. yeah but that's definitely the like the one thing the one sort of description that keeps coming into my head is just like it feels watered. like yeah it's just not enough flavor but it's four percent beer i guess that's what i get <laughs> should have looked at that <laughs> yeah you always gotta i need like you... three of these <laughs> yeah you're gonna i was gonna say you're gonna have to go get a second beer for this episode <laughs> especially because i'm an 11 percenter so yeah you're gonna start getting silly towards the end yeah and you're i'm gonna be like the sober dd like annoyed at my drunk friends <laughs> yeah you gotta keep me on the rails <laughs> Right. So is that a thumbs down then, or a thumbs up? That's a thumbs side? down. Yeah, I don't yeah. Want this one again. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a de- pretty decent session IPA, but even session IPAs are usually like five percent <laughs> or four percent. That is Bud Light territory. You're like, I'm trying to have fun over here. Come on, yeah. guys. <laughs> Verging on trying to make a non-alcoholic IPA, basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Come on, it's four percent. <laughs> No, it uh good good execution of a session IPA, but uh, aromas were way better than the flavor for sure. I'd always prefer it to be the other way around too. Uh, right. It's fun when a beer smells amazing, but not as fun as when it tastes yeah, amazing. Exactly. All right, cool. Well, that was our drinking beer segment. Next, we have a triple segment of postscripts where we correct or add to things from previous episodes, and I think we have a postscript that we're supposed to do but neither of us wrote it down so you'll get a double postscript next week (laughs) yeah when one of us actually listens to the episode and (laughs) and actually every time i'm like oh yeah oh yeah i'll remember that never do never do and then beer news which is sorry (laughs) no it's okay it's we're equally at fault beer news which is self-described i think we have a couple beer news yeah we got some good ones I'll start with the the more low-key one. Well, first of all, Great American Beer Festival is not sold out. It's not sold out. There's still tickets to, I think, the Saturday session. There's like, there's Thursday, Friday. There's an afternoon Saturday and then an evening Saturday. Pretty sure it's the evening Saturday that still has tickets available, which is insane. Because first of all, they're not, they're 
selling fewer tickets because yeah it's smaller festival this year like 500 breweries down from seven to eight hundred out seven to eight hundred breweries that they usually have which again we've said like can't get to all 500 anyway so right. what's like you know uh, it doesn't really matter too much but it is a smaller footprint they have a little bit less space but i don't know it's crazy that it hasn't sold out i mean it was definitely the trend it was trending towards taking longer to selling out but i'm pretty sure by this time i mean we're four weeks out at yep. this at this time in past uh years it's been long sold out so i think well we'll see i think it'll i mean i think it will, it will sell out too this year i don't yeah just really to the doubt weekend. yeah you're gonna get last minute people in that area that are like yeah let's do it yeah let's just go it's still interesting anyway we have uh there's a the big texas beer festival the texas craft brewers festival the week before that we thought about going to and then two beer festivals in a row a week yeah. apart it's a lot and they came out with their beer list it's kind of funny a more local beer fest because it's a lot of austin i mean there's quite a bit of houston and dallas breweries that come but it's really really austin centered and it's just like so many of those beers i can just get all the time you know what i mean i guess it just doesn't feel yeah. as special because i'm going to these breweries that i have basically full access to if i want <laughs> right it doesn't feel as exciting yeah so like you know martin house they're up in the dallas fort worth area but i drink everything that they put out they have great distribution in this area and they're pouring two beers both of which like i've had and i'm not that I, you know so there's like a bre- breweries that are a little bit more outside of my immediate vicinity or like would, would be longer trips or longer treks to, to be able to get still like get there. I get their distribution and I get to try a lot of their stuff and they're not bringing anything that's like, like, oh my gosh, I can't get that anywhere else. I have to try that. So it's kind of good. I'm kind of glad we didn't do it. There's a rule in Texas. All the beer festivals in Texas are like this. It's the Texas Brewers. I don't know. They have there's some agency regulate regulatory agency you know in a state that's free there's a lot of rules and hates regulations Ever, we talk a lot about all there's a lot of rules in texas Stephen. i thought you guys <laughs> were like rule free i know it's crazy <laughs> I, I got in an elevator the other day and i saw that it was like you know inspected yearly by the elevator the texas elevator commission i was like see they love regulations here too they love (laughs) random government agencies that inspects elevators too but yeah so anyway they have this rule where like your initial beer festival ticket comes with a certain number of tastings like 10 tastings Hmm. and then if you want more than that so you get like these little tickets and you have to trade in your tickets for tastings and then if you want more than that you have to buy more and they're like a dollar a piece tickets it's kind of lame yeah so everyone knows though it's kind of like this little hush hush thing that if you buy the vip ticket to the texas craft brewers festival you get in an hour it's an hour or two early i can't remember how much but during that vip only time the breweries don't really take any of the tickets they just pour liberally so it's only like really worth it if you get the the vip tickets and they sell out so fast so that's a that's a beer festival selling out within like minutes the vip tickets are sold out yeah so i'm kind of glad that we weren't able to get tickets and then it was sort of like okay that 
that ends up being fine because the next week I'm going to Denver for the Great American Beer Festival. Oh, yeah. And I have four weeks from now to just sort of live on that hype. <laughs> it's just a steady high of hype. Mm-hmm. It's four yeah, weeks. It's, it's starting to feel real now that we're a month out. Yeah. So anyway, that's a little bit of like beer festival news. Another cool thing, Allagash, we were going to talk about. So they are up in Maine, Portland, Maine. They just purchased seven acres in Scarborough, Maine, about 15 minutes away from their tap room now. And they're opening a new tap room. It's like a, it's kind of part of a bigger like 500 acre mm. complex of a bunch of different stuff. But they have seven acres, which is a lot of space. That's but a big area. Yeah, they're going to open a big tap room. And at first, I kind of was like, oh, no, don't expand, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, don't get big. We know what happens when even very well-established breweries start trying to open too many taprooms. But what I actually read a little bit further down is that uh, this is replacing their Portland Mm -hmm. main taproom. So they're going to have all their operation, brewing operations and distribution stuff out of Portland, Maine still. But the tap room's gonna move to Scarborough. So Okay, cool. They're not so they're not really restricting themselves then. They're just getting a new replacing their tap room. A new That's area. Cool. Uh, so I thought that was cool. And then the big news that's gonna make Jason very, very, very happy is that Bell's two hearted and maybe this is a great benefit of them selling out. They're gonna reach like New Belgium distribution yeah, they're tapping status. Tapping into the distribution. Yeah. Network. So they're so they're expanding in a new markets. So anyway, this month, Bells should start reaching Northern California. I'm ready. I'm gonna so Jason I'm gonna is gonna get start a two, seeing yeah. two-hearted on his sh- on the. I'm gonna get a two-hearted, belts. and then I'm gonna get a Pliny, and I'm just gonna drink them side by side. Nice. You're gonna start feeling like I do because I feel like distribution in Texas is like really expanded for a ton of different breweries over the last few years. And like I said, like I'm going to the grocery store and seeing other half on the shelves and just some ridiculous things. And you, you've been lucky because, again, you have Russian River on, yeah. on your shelves at the grocery store. You have some amazing breweries, but it looks like we're, you're going to start getting some national distribution of some stuff, too. That's going to. Yeah, that's really exciting because I really like Two Hearted. I tried one. I've only had it a couple times, but I remember the first time I had it, it was when beer trading used to still be a thing, and someone traded for one, and he's like, he knew I liked beer, so he's like, you gotta come over and drink this, man. It's so good. That's so funny, because it's, like, so easy for me to get. (laughs) It was more, it was actually, like, more fun when it was, like, I don't know, getting illicit packages in the mail. of course. There's something less fun about just going and buying at the grocery store. (laughs) <laughs> Agreed. Especially when it's just so easy. Yeah. It's probably way better, though. Like, hopefully it was kept in better conditions and it's fresher. And, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Bell's coming to Northern California. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'll keep an eye out and let you know. Yeah. Check the dates, though. I know. Well, and I have to go to the fancy <laughs> grocery store. We have, like, a fancier grocery store. They have the better beer selection. But I don't do my regular grocery shopping there. It's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't that how it always is? Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. And our beer news? Yeah, the last uh, leg of our triplet segment is Storytime with Steve. Our, do you have one for us this week? Uh, Not really. I don't have a good beer story time. I do have a, a crazy story. I was telling Jason earlier about my credit card being stolen. Yeah. It, at a mall and i just i think it's funny because i i must have dropped it somewhere lost it and whoever found it needed some shoes <laughs> like lots of shoes and then i was like well they spent uh, so they went to Foot Locker first and then they went to journeys 
So they got mm. there's some kids some shoes probably, mm-hmm. and then they went to Buckle. So they got some jeans, <laughs> and then they went to the jewelers just for oh, fun. Oh man, for their the for their love jewelers. for the wife, you know, get something for the wife. That's so nice of you, Stephen. You just bought a whole family. Uh, you sent them on a little shopping spree. I know, courtesy of Chase, <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> courtesy of my credit limit from chase but it was funny because we just kept joking about how like okay if you go into Foot Locker, you you've got a stolen credit card what like, do you buy what do you buy yeah like well, you I'm just because they spent 180 dollars at footlocker i was like Ooh, oh they got a they couple got pairs nice shoes i was like they got a couple pairs of shoes and i was like maybe they only got one that sounds like a pair of Jordans to me. Yeah. I was like, they got the newest whatever. You know what I would have got? Drop that day. I don't know if they make them anymore. So this will be a fun. This is a story time with Jason. <laughs> I used to wear Reebok questions. Okay. I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They were, um, of course, Michael Jordan is the most famous, but I forgot what basketball player. The, Wait, Michael was, Jordan wore Reebok? Wait, he did? No, I'm not asking. No, this is... Uh, I'll look them oh, up. Oh, this is something else? Okay. No, it's a different player that started. Oh, okay. Questions. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And I don't even, I wonder if they make them anymore. But I thought they were like the coolest and most comfortable shoes. They still make them. Oh my goodness, they cost $160. Yeah, see, he got some Reebok question marks. Yeah, so when I was getting these, um, they cost more like 80 But I thought they were like the coolest and most comfortable shoes. And my wife did not agree. And I don't wear Reebok questions anymore. <laughs> On the, uh, okay, wait, so she agreed that they're terrible or they just, like, don't look good? They don't really fit my overall aesthetic, let's put it that way. Okay. But I wasn't, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) My wardrobe was not the best when we met, so maybe an experience others have had. Has she fixed that? Yeah, she uh, gave me some pointers. Yeah, all our wives have done that to us. (laughs) But that's what I would get if I had a stolen credit card and I was in Foot Locker. Relive my no, glory you days. Just responsibly try to find the owner. Yeah, of course. I would never use a stolen credit card. But if you were but, going to. But that's not a fun answer to the question. <laughs> you know what? It sounds like a fun answer to me. Oh, it's Alan Iverson. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. They're his shoes. Yeah. Practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> Just practice, man. That's one of those things where you know how you kind of like lose track of time. Like if you look at whatever year that was when he was doing when he did that thing where he missed practice and he was like yeah. practice, it's just practice. We're talking about yeah. practice. I, it's probably like I don't know, 2008 or something. And you're just like, wait, how was it that long ago? Pull Looks it like up, it was Jamie. 2006. Oh, even worse. Yeah. I guess eight. See. Yeah. Time is a thief, man. So that was 16 years ago. Crazy. I remember it like it was yesterday. So Alan Iverson was at his like peak 16 years ago. He's like yeah, an old man now. That's probably when I was wearing his shoes about 16 yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's just insane. Anyway. Yeah, good stuff. What? So what would you buy if you had a stolen credit card in a footlocker? I don't know. That I would... Uh, a theme of me is love my mind of my personality is have you ever heard of paralysis by analysis ah yeah it's like when you spend 40 minutes on the netflix select screen instead of watching something yeah yeah or like i can't decide like which thing to buy like if i'm researching something i can't i can't do it i'm just like i don't know and then i just don't do anything 
or I don't yeah. buy anything because I can't decide which one is the best deal, which one has the best features, whatever. Like I'm just, it's too much. So no, that makes sense. I that's what I would do. I'd be like, I oh, wait, I have unlimited money or whatever. <laughs> I can buy whatever I want in here. I'd be like, I don't know. Let me see. Let me look around for a while. And then you wouldn't get anything. So why my wife doesn't want to go to the beer shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know where I get all my shoes now, though, Stephen? Probably the same place you do. Zappos? No. There's only one place oh. I've bought shoes for, like, the last decade. <laughs> Actually, not that long. Probably the last six years. Every single pair of shoes I bought comes from Costco. <laughs> really? Yep. You get your shoes at Costco? Heck yeah, man. You walk in, they always have, like, some Adidas that cost, like, 30 bucks. Forget them. I've gotten some like running shoes at Costco. Yeah. Just some like, you know, just cheap, cheap running shoes. I am a, a Adidas superstar guy. Okay. Well, there you go. That's what you buy at Foot Locker. Uh, yeah, I grabbed the Adidas superstars. I probably grabbed like three pairs. Cause yeah, because they're probably not that expensive. Yeah, and then that'll last me like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chase. Yeah, that's the thing that I got made fun of by my from my wife for. Is just buying the same exact pair of shoes over and over again, white with the black stripes. Yeah. There you go. It's a classic shoe. It's a good shoe. Mm -hmm. Adidas Superstars. I'm going to wear my Costco Adidas when we go to Great American Beer Fest so you can check them out. Okay. I'm going to get you woke on the. uh, the, uh, Are they they old man shoes? Mm. Like they're not New Balance, like white New Balance shoes. They're like, a, no, they're all black with the white stripes. They look like Adidas, but they're like, oh, okay. So, this is the thing they, I swear, they probably get them, Costco like, gets them made. I don't think you would just find them in Foot Locker. Okay. They're like a, you know, like if you go to Walmart and they have like the TVs. Some uh-huh. of those TVs are like specifically made to sell at Walmart. That's why I feel yeah, about yeah. Costco Adidas. Like Westinghouse <laughs> brand <laughs> yeah. TVs. Like it says Adidas on them and they're probably made. In an Adidas factory, but they're not superstars, but they're not bad. And they're like 30 bucks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I can wear a pair of shoes to like, that's like a Toyota, you know? Mm-hmm. You get a good pair of shoes, you can run it forever. I can wear a good pair of shoes. And then even, they get second life, right? Like so, so they get to a point where they're like, okay, I cannot wear these like to a regular place. But I can wear them while I do yard work, so they become my yard work shoes. Oh, yes, the great cycle. So now I have, like, three pairs of yard work shoes that I can cycle through. Eventually, I will get rid of one, but I, yeah, I, I have, I usually have those, like, multiple pairs of yard work shoes. Like, one will stay in the garage, one pair will stay out by the back porch. <laughs> As they get older and dirtier, they get farther away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, then, and then at some point they disappear yeah they just get Probably yeah because my wife is like oh my god and she just throws them out when you're not looking and then you just take off your current shoes and then all the shoes shift yeah, one shift. one position yeah. there you go that's why cool. i get three pairs of adidas superstars there you go now we know this is a good this has been a good mental exercise yeah so that's my story time it was, but it was a kind of a crazy day. I love modern technology and I love sort of the modern like banking world because you're like immediately some algorithm figures out that this is not you because first of all they Stephen know I'm doesn't not buy 180 dollars yeah. shoes at Foot Locker. Yeah. yeah, they know that. 
<laughs> That's the easy one. The AI was like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> so figured it out pretty quick. And the jeweler. Like, well, I'm not going to a jeweler. So my wife listening to this now is like, yeah, he doesn't go to the jeweler. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So the algorithm figured it out pretty quickly. It really quickly. knew, yeah, when you went to a, when someone took it to a jeweler. It's like, yeah. this isn't Stephen. Boy, this does not fit his purchase history of Red Bull. You better go buy your wife some earrings or something. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to chip the fraud alert again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I love, you know, just like immediately they reimburse all those charges and it's done. It's pretty low stress. Like getting your credit card stolen seems like it'd be high stress, but it's pretty low stress now. It's only stressful if they steal your whole identity. Yeah, true. We have good names for that, you know? Yeah. We have high profile names. We have like, yeah, we have weird names. Yeah. Don't dox us, Steven. No, I won't dox us, but I'm just saying (laughs) If your name's John Smith, I feel like you're going to get your identity stolen like every other day. Right. Even accidentally, probably. (laughs) (laughs) They'll put their birthday one day wrong, and there's like a hundred John Smiths that were born on that day. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sir. Sorry to any John Smiths we haven't listened. Well, it's good. Your name is very original. It's good in other ways. Yeah. You have other advantages. You can blend in. You ever think this is going to be a weird topic, but you ever think that like um, about those things? You have to think of the most common name. I always say John Smith. Yeah. What would you in, say in English? That's like the most common name. Yeah. Yeah. What about like, you know, there's the whole uh, uh, like, what's the worst job? Flipping burgers at McDonald's? Or no, I think was, uh, you can always work at McDonald's. He knows that like like oh you can always work at McDonald's. Yeah, I don't know if it's the worst job though. Well, not the worst job, but it's just like that, like, oh, you can't get a job? Well, at least you can, you can always go work at McDonald's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's these, like, standards. We're getting to update those. You mean yeah. update the standards? Yeah, you like, you always go work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's still exists. Yeah, that's true. But if you had to I'm work at saying, a fast <laughs> There's, like, if you I'm trying to, to think of another third example. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That 4% beer, it's different, Steven. <laughs> What's the third example of, like, you know, the common example? Yeah, like a thing you just go, for, you, everyone goes to. Um, a Toyota Camry mm. in silver. Yeah. Oh, I would say, um, uh, well, McDonald's, too, is kind of that thing, like, where, uh, you know, if you're talking about, like, does the company, like, pay its workers or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, McDonald's, they make so much money, they can't pay their people more. Is it yeah, McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the <laughs> Apple. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm not following. I don't know where you're going. Bill Gates. But Elon Musk is probably the new Bill Gates now. Yeah. But you know, like, you always be like, if you think of, like, a rich guy. Yeah, Elon Musk, like, I think most people would think like, of. Bill Gates could pay his share in taxes, you know? Yeah, okay. It's like the few singled out things where, like, you could probably apply multiple people to that he's not the only really rich guy but he's like the one you think of yeah see i think it's bezos and elon musk yeah yeah bezos for sure kind of held that for a while yeah yeah and amazon that's the one where you're like these billion dollar companies don't pay their fair share like amazon yeah it's like your first one you think of it's a go-to. But I'll bet there's a bunch that you would you could do the same thing to. Yeah. That just people don't know about. Okay, now circle me all the way back to the... What, what does this have to do with John Smith? <laughs> oh, identity theft. How easy it would be for John to be 
to have your identity stolen if your name is John Smith because uh, how are you first of all how are you gonna fight it? Be like that wasn't me. That was another <laughs> John Smith. And then you're like, okay, dude, how many times have you used that? <laughs> <laughs> but for us, it would be harder. Like with a more, uh, I mean, I don't know if our names are super uncommon, but they're uncommon enough. Right. Be- they probably just avoid us. They're like, meh. Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably much safer to steal a common identity because it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna fly under the radar a little bit longer. Think about like a, like a like a Maria Sanchez or something. Yeah. See, I I can I don't have to do John Smith every time. There you go. I see. You're saying okay. I I'm following finally following this thread. You're talking about how <laughs> when you think of the most common name, you think John Smith. When you think of the richest person, you think Elon Musk. When you think of oh, just go work anywhere, you think of working at McDonald's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you're it's saying like, we need like standards, those. or just change them, or like you know use a different example every once in a while. Mix I it feel up. Like McDonald's gets to like gets it hit hard, you know. My yeah. I, my kids like Happy Meals. It's not the worst place in the world. Yeah, because when you said the worst place to work, I was thinking of like um, like a sewage treatment facility or something like that, where you're like, yeah, maybe if you like work there long enough, it just sort of burns your nasal nasal. Yeah, you like you can't smell it anymore. To the smell, yeah. Yeah, like remember? Do you ever remember when they would clean the grease trap at the? Ugh. Yeah, they yeah. would clean this grease trap out at the pizza place. It was terrible. I I don't. But the guy's like knee deep in this thing. Like he's all the way like I'd be I I would like gag. I'd be physically about yeah. to throw up and this guy's just like in it. And I was like, Well, I guess that's just desensitized. Can do it now, yeah. But did he you know, the first day was he gagging? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know how you get desensitized to something? How do you how do you, how do you get through the first few months of that job you need it you gotta need it man without hacking yeah 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 yeah. some people are willing to do crazy things for money start beer podcasts (laughs) we don't make any money yeah the ones that do they like they do way more they do all this other stuff like dm companies (laughs) and stuff we're too lazy to do any of that yeah way too lazy should be glad that we post photos on instagram yeah i don't even do that i'm too lazy old steven's the only one well you have your own channel you got the man that's true i hate posting pictures in general he loves it he's so good (laughs) at posting reels he's no no. look at that you're you like actually are trying to hack the algorithm no i've just noticed that instagram is like heavily prioritizing reels now so if you if you post a picture it's just not pushing it to very many accounts yeah it doesn't get likes yeah, they're just not I don't pushing like content. Photos like, if you scroll Instagram right now, like, it's like 75% reels now. It's very rare that you scroll and get a static picture. So weird. Yeah, they're really pushing, they're pushing, like, a hard shift. So, it's kind of stupid, but... Okay, well, you want to talk about the thing we were going to talk about? Yeah, we are off the rails. That are was we going to talk about beer today? I don't know. We drank beer. We sort of talked about beer. Yeah, it counts. Okay, this is well, what happens after we do a deep dive. We don't want to do anything. Yeah, we're like, we'll just do it. We'll just <laughs> talk about something. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so September, hop harvest season. Yeah. Exciting, because now I am so hyper aware of fresh hop beers mm-hmm. that I am on the lookout. Pine House Pizza should uh, be having one drop pretty soon, because let's see. Yeah, I mean, hop harvest is uh, like a week in. So you figure you gotta like you gotta get the hops. You got a couple weeks to brew the beers. So thinking like mid to late September, we should be getting some fresh hop beers dropping. 
Yeah, that's exciting because those are really only available for very short it's, windows yeah. of time. Yeah, it's just like September, October. But yeah, we had the pleasure of going to Balebreaker Brewing in the Yakima Valley. They have their own hop fields, so they're both a brewery and hop farm. I, I was so sad that they they were all chopped down when we were there. We missed it. We, like, mistimed it. Well, we were there, what, like, March? I think it was in March. And apparently, so they cut it, all these hops down in September. And then they really don't grow back until the summer of ne- the next year. So they really start growing, getting height in July, June, July, August. And then they get harvested again in September. But really, from September to March, there's just very little growth. So even though we were like sort of towards like it had been, you know, six months since they harvested, they still were not growing. Yeah, I want to go back someday because they have like massive, massive hop fields. And it'd be so fun to see all of the uh, hops growing. But they were all chopped. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I'm reading this article. A lot of like information I got today was this article from Bill Breaker talking about the hop harvest. And this is something like their 88th year of harvesting hops. So they've been doing it for a long time. So it's 1932. So what? That's 90 years? 90 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but they talk about how sad they are to harvest the hops. <laughs> Because just how beautiful the valley looks. I bet. And the hops are tall and it's just like lush green hops and then it gets all chopped down. So tangential to this, I was watching a show on Netflix and it was called Europe from Above. Have you heard of this? No. Or maybe it was on Netflix. It was on Disney Plus, actually, on the national, you know, they have National Geographic stuff on Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay, so I'm obsessed with anything that's Earth related or whatever. Stuff that I feel like makes me smarter. That's what I watch. Yeah. And basically they were doing this. They had all, like a lot of it was like based on like seeing the thing from above. But anyway, one of the things with these huge tulip fields. So basically for like a week, these tulip fields are amazing. It's just full of red, yellow, white tulip. It's crazy beautiful. And then they bring these lawnmowers through and just cut them down. Oh, cut geez. the flowers off. Yeah. And that's because they're selling their bulb farmers, their tulip bulb yeah. farmers. So it makes the bulbs stronger if you just cut all the flowers off. And oh, then I didn't uh, know that. and then instead of the plant sending more resources and energy to making flowers, they send more resources to the bulb and they okay. make a really strong bulb and then they harvest those bulbs and sell the bulbs. But Interesting. So they have to basically cut the flower to make their product so it's kind of devastating to like have these amazingly beautiful fields of tulips that are only there for about a week and then they just run over or run a machine over them that just cuts the flowers that's crazy (laughs) they're like we don't need you come on yeah so like a ton of people flock to the area to i bet to see them for that like week that they're blooming they're gone so anyway Kind of the same thing with the hop fields, these like beautiful green, tall hop fields, and then they just get harvested. Yep, that's it. And then they don't grow back, huh? So it's, it is a little sad, but you know, hops are kind of a unique agricultural crop. I didn't know that. There's um, there's no need for them other than beer. Wait, really? Yeah. That's the only thing they're used for? Mm-hmm. Huh. So like if there's no beer demand for them, then they would just go away. Luckily, I think they're pretty safe. 
Yeah, I think they're very safe, <laughs> at least right now. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, that is weird because if you think about like, well, corn is heavily subsidized. That's probably why it's so. They found right. so many uses for it, but they do all sorts of crazy stuff with corn. But hops, they just throw in beer, huh? Yeah, because even yeah, I mean, you would think like even especially like fruits and vegetables. I mean, those are like for straight consumption and of course going into different sauces and different i mean there's so many different places that these agricultural products are going but hops it's just beer so there's got to be demand which i think actually i want to say it was like mid 2000s maybe 2010 when the hop race was just so crazy yeah in the craft beer world that there were a lot of projections that there was going to be huge hop shortages in this country because of that and because they're just putting so much hops in yeah there was such a demand where i think it's come down a little bit i think it's evened out between both demand and other uh, styles supply yeah other styles and then more hops being grown like i said i'm super excited for some of these fresh drop ipa fresh hopped ipas the other term for that is wet hopped mm-hmm and one of the reasons is that hops are about 75% water. Oh, cool. So when you use these fresh hops, you have to use a ton of them when you're mm. using them in a beer. Because really, if you think about it, like all the alpha acids that give your beer all the flavors and aromas and stuff, those are essentially watered down okay, yeah. by the water in the hops. Because generally, I guess when they're hopping, those hops have been dried. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's kind of your two ways it's going to go. Either your hops are going to immediately go into a beer or they're going to be dried. That's just your two avenues because the hops, like I said, there's, just makes more sense just to take the water out since right. it's not really what you want. So yeah, so they are immediately taken to, to be dried. And then that's a whole process you can't dry them for too long or at too hot of a temperature because then you start to break down some of the acids and oils that you mm-hmm. want. So anyway, that's that's sort of your, your two avenues. You know what? The other thing that I... This is the trivia part of the podcast <laughs> where we give the, the listener some amazing knowledge that they can use at a trivia night or something. Okay. But do you know the difference between binds and vines? No. Okay, so a vine with a V as in Victor. Is that what you would use? Would you use Victor if you were saying if you needed to distinguish what letter you were using? Well, now that you've said it, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Maybe Vincent. V for Vincent? Okay. V as in Vincent? Okay. I'll start using that one. Stop <laughs> using Victor. Victor's, Victor's, Victor's around the world. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting overused. They're like, pick a new name, man. V is for V is in Vincent Vines. Those the stem grows, but the it puts out side growths. Okay. That grab onto stuff, grab onto them, oh, okay. and grow up. Okay. The vine with a B B is in boy. That there one's so Jeez. worn out. Yeah. <laughs> B is in boy binds those the stem actually is what like basically growing in a spiral around okay pole or whatever it's growing up so the vine is spreading out like tentacles grabbing on a bind is the stem is the one that's growing up the thing yeah so my that makes sense to me because my neighbor grows grapes which is a vine uh-huh 
And when they come over onto my, they kind of grow over the fence and they always like attach to things with these little tiny offshoots that it's so cool. Cause they like, whatever they can get their little, uh, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> yeah. Hand around. It just like starts spooling. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. So, yeah. but it's not the main like plant that's not doing it. It's all these, stem. it's all these like little offshoots. Yeah. So hops grow in vines. So they grow okay. up the stem. So the whole thing is spinning. It's not shooting out little hands. Yeah. So when they harvest them, they have two cutters. They have a bottom cutter and a top cutter. So the bottom cutter comes through, cuts the vines at the stem, and then the top cutter comes and pushes the hop truck like through the field basically and is pulling those whole complete vines into the truck whoa that's crazy yeah so they get cut from the bottom and then like basically pulled from the top back into the truck huh very cool so they're just grabbing the whole thing Mm -hmm. so it's funny but so bale breaker their field their hop field is called field 41 so they have a beer called field 41 they also have ipa called bottom cutter and they have an okay. idea called Top Cutter. So all these names start to like make sense because they just name their beers after hop harvest, like their hop harvest themed. <laughs> Actually, that makes a lot of sense now. Named after all the techniques and implements of hop harvesting. Cool. And they go at about four miles per hour. When they drive through the field. Uh-huh. Which, that sounds so slow. There's a lot happening. You ever been on a road where you're driving like, by, like you know... It's like a parking or something, and it says five miles per hour. It's like impossible to go five miles per hour. <laughs> Pretty like, much. That's the like, car can idle, like idling. idling faster. Yeah. yeah. You can't actually push the gas. You just don't push the brake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so four miles per hour is slow. So that's why the harvest basically goes on 24 hours. They just keep going because that's how long, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week for basically the whole month of September. It's how long it takes them to get through there. At four miles Hop per fields. hour. Yeah, Crazy. it is slow. I always thought it was slow, but that's <laughs> slow. Yeah, okay, so some of the ways they know that the hops are ready, they squeeze them. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you, like, squeeze them and it just crackles a little bit, because what you want is you want the hops to be drying okay. already in the heat. Naturally. So, yeah, so that heat comes in that, you know, that late July, August time, and then they start to dry out in the heat. You just want them to be just barely starting to dry out. Also, if you take the hops and you rub them in your hands, the smell should be a little bit oniony, a little garlicky. Oh, interesting. That's another a sign that they're ready for harvest. You want hops to be just a tad bit overripe. Hmm. Underripe hops, useless. Because really those alpha acids that you need and that you want from the hops really developing towards the tail end of their ripeness so okay yeah did i give you a lot lot of good good facts yeah a lot of good hop harvesting facts so then of course those hops are getting so you're drying them that's your one like they're either going straight to a beer or you're going to dry them and then that's where you have all these hop products coming from right you can have like hop pellets where they mash a bunch of the dried hops together into little pellets that's kind of their most common, probably, I would say your most common beer brewing ingredient is a pop pellet. Um, but of course, some places are using whole hops, like dried hops, but whole. And then you have all these fancy liquid hop extracts now that 
Yeah. Unfortunately, my APA didn't have any of those in it. Sometimes Anchorage uses all the all the things: cosmic punchies powder. and the the phantasm powder and yeah. the uh, what did we call that? What? Oh, incognito. Yeah, incognito. they've really leaned into that stuff, which is interesting. Yeah, they can they can process it. It turns it almost into like this honey like goop. And that's what that like incognito hops is. And it's the, the most efficient way to get all those hop flavors and oils and stuff, but just a different way. Sometimes I think that's why this actually not that those products are in this beer, but the like the thiol boosting yeast. It is it's so gimmicky in a way because it gives you these hop-like aromas, things that would come from the hops, but they're not using hops to get them. I think that's why it falls flat a little bit. Get this great nose, and then you just the beer's not like doesn't taste that good. Yeah, it seems kind of silly. It is kind of silly. So I think I if think... you use the thiol boosting yeast in the context of like a very hopped beer, like a fresh hopped beer, or Something where you're really getting a ton of oils. I think that would be better. Because then you're boosting the aromas, but then the taste follows. Yeah. But if you're boosting the aromas on a session IPA and then it tastes watered down, it's kind of like, eh, is that really necessary? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of effort for, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I would say just to look out for fresh hop beers. I think that's... Yes, definitely. It is, is the season. I think they're becoming more... Not just more popular, but more... Uh, I just think they're easier to find now. A lot of breweries are having these hops shipped in, and they're using them immediately, even though they're not it's right there in the Yakima Valley, but they're working with these hop farmers to get the hops as quick as they can back to their brewery and brewing fresh hop IPAs. So I feel like they're everywhere. They're a little bit easier to find and go for it. I love them. I mean, if you like hops at all, I love the sort of oily flavor you get yeah it's kind of cool it's a very season uh seasonal thing but kind of a different experience you can have have you had a fresh hot beer yet so the only one i've had is the celebration ale the from sierra nevada oh right okay fresh hopped that's right but i want to try more because i don't know it's a cool concept yeah no i love the like it's just like coats your mouth in these alpha acid oils the best. Like, yeah. Tastes all piney and earthy, but you just get all those great earthy flavors with the uh, tropical flavors and this oily substance that coats your mouth. Pretty great. Yeah, I want to try more. That sounds so, <laughs> so cool. I don't think the celebration one is that pronounced, but it's definitely yeah. like hoppy, earthy hoppy, like different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, sir. Well, I think we can call that an episode. If you want to reach out to us, we're available at contact.attenuation at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram at attenuation.podcast. This has been episode 76 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is, my name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Steven. He's had a lot of stout here, okay? My, yeah, my 11% is kicking in. <laughs> He's looking sleepy at his yeah. <laughs> We got a late start, too. I'm fading. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, let's wrap it up. Did you? Say, yep. What did you say? Did you say this is episode seventy six? I said I can all do the it good for stuff. you. No, I said it already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's fading here? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, cheers, and we'll see you guys next week for episode seventy seven. All right, cheers, buddy. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Attenuation of Your Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram or Facebook for more fun content. Catch you next week. Cheers. Cheers.